I use this analogy a lot, maybe I overuse it, but you need to find a way to some degree to escape the matrix. And I, and I say the matrix because the matrix, the way it is designed... And you're now, not just talking shit because you've actually done that. I've escaped the matrix. Yeah. I've literally escaped the matrix in nearly every form. So any form of oppression no longer applies to me. I'm, I'm counsel I can't be canceled. No, I can say what I want. My finances are secure. I've escaped the matrix. And when I talk about the matrix, it primarily applies to men because men are the backbone of the slave force. We always have been and always will be. And unfortunately now, if you're a law-abiding man inside the matrix... Your future and the life that is laid out for you is nothing but depressing. You're going to go to school, you're going to get in debt, you're going to get a job, you're going to get a wife, divorce is coming, you're going to lose the house eventually, your job's shit, inflation's outpacing your wages, you're going to work, 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 no one's going to appreciate it, now you're old and your life's over. That is the matrix for 99% of men, and you need to find a way to escape it. And I guess I was kind of fortunate from a young age that I always knew that the matrix was coming and that the system is designed to oppress. The people who make the rules do not make the rules for the benefit of us. They make the rules for the benefit of the people who make the rules. And I knew that. And I think every person intrinsically knows that. Like, if it's four in the morning and you're sitting in a gas station and a Lambo pulls up, you're probably thinking drug dealer or criminal. You're not thinking, oh, he definitely went to school. Yeah. yeah. No, so everyone knows this, right? That's true. So you have to find a way to escape the matrix to some degree. Oh, wait, let me stop you. When you say you intrinsically knew this, well, I feel like a lot of people would, would assume that somebody is giving you some guidance, too. Like, did you have... Somebody that was, you know, I mean, kind of laying some of this out to you, like a male figure that was informing you a bit. Yeah, I, I, I was lucky enough to have the most fantastic father on the planet. There so my, go. so my dad did make a lot of things very clear to me from a young age. My father was a chess grandmaster, yeah, and he was a, he was a nomadic individual. So he lived in a car, or in random hotels and floated around the world playing chess. And these these chess grandmasters are all like so smart that that becomes like a common thing. They're, they're so smart that they're socially weird. Yeah. yeah. So like my father was socially strange, but he was a genius. And on top of that, he's like a six foot four black dude. So it's very unusual, like a chess grandmaster, but he's also physically intimidating. Yeah. But he's also socially weird. So he's a kind of weird guy to be around. Yeah. But he was nomadic and uh, he was just hustling. Sometimes he'd have to go down the, the local chess park and just hustle for, for dollars to eat. Mm. And other times he's beaten grandmasters for 20, 30 grand paychecks. So it's kind of, it was an interesting life. And he taught me a lot about the fact that the system is absolutely broken. It's designed to oppress and that the majority of people who stick to the rules are going to lose. I, I don't want to sit here on a podcast that goes out to this many people and encourage anyone to break the law in any form. Of course. But the idea of the law abiding citizen has been decimated in real time. In the last two, two, three years ago, you could stand there and proudly say, I'm a law abiding citizen. The last two years, if they have not taught you that being a law-abiding citizen is going to turn you nothing into a fucking experiment for big pharma, then you're an idiot. You can no longer obey the law. You, you, and I'm not saying you have to break the law, but you need yeah. to find a way to do what the elites do, which is bend the law. Mm. Yeah. You can no longer sit there and go, I'm just going to follow the rules and it's going to be okay. No, it isn't. I and if you're a man, so. and if you're a man, it's your job to find a way to not be sticking to those rules enough to escape the matrix and become free. Because what's actually most crazy about this period of history is that it's actually the easiest time in human history to become rich. And the reason for that is because there's so many people inside the matrix being destroyed. Money has to go somewhere. I've made so much money during COVID, it's absolutely incredible, right? Yeah. And, and and a whole bunch of people got lucky. You buy a crypto coin, it fucking goes up 100x and this kind of crap. That's like, just there's wild. money just flowing around may, the world. May I ask, because the audience, will, you know, we've been following you, um, and how, how do you generate your income? Are right. you fighting? So, we know you're a fighter. I was a fighter. So there's there's my two primary sources. I have three primary sources of income. Wait, three, four. I'm, telling, I'm thinking of which ones I'll tell you about. Yeah. Four. I have four primary sources <laughs> of income that I'm prepared to disclose to the world. Sure, okay. sure. Go ahead. So the first thing is I own some casinos in Romania. Fantastic. 
the, the story of how I opened them is, is long, but I'll make it very, very short. There was a guy who owns 400 casinos, three brothers, mafia guys, they own 400 casinos throughout Eastern Europe. I came up to him and said, look, I want to do a franchise with you. They said, we're not interested in franchises. We have enough money. We just open them ourselves. We turn over 10 million euros a day. Why do I need to franchise? Eventually, I came up with a plan. I said, look, how about this? I'll open up your locations directly next to your biggest competitor. So I'll go to war for you next to the competitor. Worst case, the location doesn't pay any money, but at least it takes money from your competitor. I'll give you a percentage of turnover, so even if it doesn't make profit, you make money. I'll take all the financial risk. They agreed. I started opening up next to their biggest competitor. I actually did something that's kind of funny. What I tried to do was find ones in between their competitor and a Starbucks. I'd open in the middle and then I'd offer loads and loads of free coffee with a barista and a sexy chick. So instead of going to Starbucks, you could just take your money and go get free coffee and gamble. And nice. I ended up making a bunch of money. I took his competitor down by the bank. So I opened them up. That's the first thing. That's the first one. The first one. That's what's good up. business. Yeah, I did all right. Tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll do that. Second, my brother. My brother runs a company that manages girls on OnlyFans. So a female without instruction is headed for destruction. Women are intrinsically lazy. Yep. Intrinsically, if you show a man how to make a thousand dollars in an hour, he'll think I can make twenty-four thousand dollars a day. If you show a woman how to make a thousand dollars in an hour, she'll think I only have to work three hours a week. Because they are fucking lazy. Stupid yeah. bitches. <laughs> lazy. Titled and fucking lazy. Yeah. Absolutely. So my brother comes hey, along. You just had that on deck. Yeah. Good job. My, so my brother comes along and says, listen, you're making a little bit of money. You're a fine Caucasian of the wrong persuasion. The men think you're handsome. They should pay your ransom. We're going to change it up. You're going to listen to me. I'm going to install some structure and some discipline in your fucking life. Yeah. And you're going to make some real money. And I'm going to get a percentage. So my brother runs an OnlyFans agency. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. So the, my brother's making 200 grand a month from OnlyFans. Casino's making more than that. And then I've got an online school, actually, called Hustlers University. I have a university online. And really? I, I, yes. And I teach people how to make money with 18 modern wealth creation methods. So th what? that's, oh, okay. that's cool as shit. So how can somebody sign up for that? That is on CobraTake.com. Uh, you can see it. It's called Hustlers University. It's $49 a month. Mm. And, and I teach 18 modern wealth creation methods on how to make money. And I do this not because I'm a philanthropist. I want everyone to understand this is not philanthropy. I'm not trying to be a nice guy and I'm certainly not trying to make money. But I believe, I genuinely believe we're living in a pivotal period of human history. Yeah. I believe that things are about to get a lot worse before they get better. Yes. And I believe that anyone who thinks like me and is aligned with me and understands about the global enslavement, if they're going to be on my team, I want them to be rich. Money gives you power. Yeah. So I am teaching anybody who will listen to my videos and understand what I'm saying and doesn't hate me how to make as much money as possible because when the time comes and the battle call is made i need rich people around me. yeah that's what hustlers university is about so it's right there we teach everything about how to make money from cryptocurrency and e anyone stocks, can a woman sign up for anybody this? Okay. oh a woman can do this i uh, will allow females into my program for yeah. the moment yeah women are fucking stupid well okay. yeah <laughs> yes they struggle with the reading and the work you know they're gonna say but they try their very best yeah yeah if they're hot, they can get a private class. Oh, yeah. okay. But otherwise, fuck them. <laughs> so that's Hustlers University. I teach 18 modern wealth creation mm. methods. There's me and there's 17 other professors in there teaching how to make money. It's only $49 a month. We have about 6,000 students. So that's wow. good. So you are making some real money, man. I'm, 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 I'll am I'm. i be honest. I say I make $2 million a month, something like that. Yeah. Wow. That's a really Fantastic. good that's a good living. Good I do all right. You. I do all right. And then I also have the last thing I'll talk about is the war room. And the war room is my own secret society. What's that? It's a secret society. Like Illuminati type shit? Correct. So the war room is for men who the Hustlers University is about money and the war room is about everything else outside of money. It's for everything that is not money. If you once you start making money, you realize there's so much more to life than money. If you need to go to Moscow during a lockdown and you need a business visa, who do you call? You call the war room.
right? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. So we have a secret society. We operate all around the world. We have over 3,000 members in 72 countries. No, no bitches allowed in this. No females. No. Fuck no. At, yeah, fuck no. I see all those cigars. Girls don't, yeah. Do you uh, suck dick on demand? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know why I smoke cigars? Why? Because no. they raise your testosterone level. Really? Hey man, I smoke cigars. I didn't too. even know that. I, look, I have a friend right away. Yeah. Here I was thinking I was gonna be under fire. Yeah. Turns out I made friends in, in Texas. This oh, is amazing. No. Tom loves you. Oh, he's, perfect. He's nodding his head. His neck is practically gonna break. Yeah. He's like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you, Two leave, you leave tonight, right? Uh they're fueling the jet. I mean, okay. when I first got here, I had the one coffee. I said fuel the jet. Now, now, the, now the jet's the, the fuel's going in, so I'm probably gonna have to bounce. Yeah, it's too bad. Um, yeah. It's too bad. It's a shame. I know. Yeah, yeah. man. But, but um, I'll be around. Like I'm around the world. I'm here. I'm there. I'm around. Okay. okay. <laughs> but anyway, sorry for ranting on and on about the global enslavement of man. But I, you know what? No, no, I'm not fucking sorry for anything. Yeah. I, I, if you're a man, <laughs> if you're a man with any level of testosterone level, and yeah. you've been witnessing what's been happening in the world in the last two years. I struggle to sleep at night. Like literally, what's happening is fucking crazy, and I'm struggling to sleep. And I'm a I'm an individual with fifty million dollars who can hide and disappear. If I was Joe Schmo, I'd be I'd be scared. You're yeah. out here. They're lying to you about the inflation rate. You're you're not getting a pay rise. Like what? Where's your panic? Yeah. People are not panicking. They lack perspicacity. Ooh, They're not paying attention to anything. Google perspicacity. It's the ability to be perceptive. Oh. And, and they're not paying attention to anything. And they're just sitting there waiting for the fucking steamroller. You think in 10 years from now, things are going to be better? Like, what's out of your, you out of your fucking mind? Mm. You need to prepare for this. And the whole idea of prepping in the old traditional sense of buying a bunch of food and hiding in the forest and the cabin in the woods, that ain't going to work either. Mm. You need a global network. You need a secret society. You need places you can hide. You need money. And you need the ability to bounce. That's what you need. That's what I have. Right? But I don't know how fucking Joe Schmo's even functioning in society nowadays. Because I would be, I'd be furious. I'd be like, "What the fuck? You tell me inflation seven percent? That's a lie." Do you feel like those are, uh, most of those people are just not like alert? They're not awake, right? They're just kind of following along. We suffer. the The modern world suffers from the from a, a bout of cowardice. The, the average man in the world today is just a fucking coward. It's not that he doesn't pay attention. It's not that he doesn't know. Yeah. It's that if he pretends it isn't there, it's ostrich shit. Yeah. I'm just going to hide. I don't know what to do, so I want to hide from it. It can't possibly be true. No, they can't possibly have lied about that. Oh, no, boy. no. It's all cowardice, right? Yeah. Because you're a coward. Because when you accept the realities, now you're, you need to do something. You're implored to act. Yeah. They don't mm -hmm. want that. So we're suffering from a massive... We're suffering from a massive pandemic of cowardice that's the only pandemic in the world today i see it men say it all the time well it's not that bad you know it's that bad you're just too pussy to admit it because you mm -hmm. don't know what to fucking do about it you that's the thing though is that they don't know what to do they don't know what to do yeah well i'll tell them what to do join hustlers university get some money join the war room prove yourself amongst a society of men which are doing something look we're not breaking any laws fucking fbi you can join as much as you want all we're doing is we're sitting around men who understand i'm a chess player right my father was a chess player I truly have no intention of changing the world. I have no political affiliation. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm not right. I'm not left. I don't believe in changing the rules of the game. I believe in winning. In mm. chess, when you look at the board, you don't sit there and go, I'm losing. I wish a pawn could move that way. That's stupid because yeah. that's not the game. Right. What I do believe in saying is, okay, I'm fucked, but what's the best possible move? Yes. And what you'll actually notice is a grandmaster, you play a grandmaster at chess, he is sticking to the same rules as you. He's within the same constraints, but he will destroy you because he has a better understanding of the rules. I'm not out to change any rules. My society is not out to change any rules. The society can stay exactly as it is, can be as corrupt as it is, 
don't give a fuck. I'm not, I, I have no political affiliation. I don't care who's president. Don't care. All I care about is analyzing the chessboard and making the most intelligent move for myself and my people. But life is too short for you to change the whole system. You're not going to do it in this lifetime or the did next. Your, so. By the way, did your father teach you how to play? Yes. Oh, so that no must shit. have been a crazy. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm still. Yeah, it is. But you know what? What's truth? It was. It's kind of upsetting to some degrees. I'm still crap. Like I'm good, <laughs> but I'm shit. Right, because right, like right. I'm, I could I could play any normal person and smoke them. Yeah. In ELO and chess terms, I'm around 1800. I don't know if anyone knows what that is. Mm-hmm. But my father was a master. He was like 2500, and uh, it's amazing how good these people are.